Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Joe Zimmel and Valerie Friedman. Faith here with a welcome toast. It was Charles Lamb who said, a mixture of brandy and water spoils two good things. Please feel free to consume this show podcast in small bites or eat the whole thing. It's great to have you joining the party on this special edition of the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, inviting you to eat, drink, and be merry. My treasured food buddy is here, Chris Brasberry of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut. Hey, Chris. Hey, Faith. All right, we are about to give you one of the best thank you gift packages I think we have ever offered on this show. An Earth Day Spectacular. We have for you a beautiful White Flower Farm Easy Care Rosebush, a $25 off coupon to be used at the renowned White Flower Farm and website, plus an exciting book I plan to follow this summer on the new way to garden smart, mixing food plants with your ornamental flowers for their beauty and their productivity, giving us great things to eat along with display. It's called Foodscaping. It's taking the country by storm, and it has inspired me tremendously. Yes, these are thank you gifts we'll send to you or your loved one as thanks for supporting WNPR programs, including the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, all to celebrate Earth Day. We have a dream team assembled as guests, and we thank them for their generosity in supporting WNPR. Right, Chris? Yes. Barbara Pearson of White Flower Farm Nursery in Litchfield, Connecticut, and Charlie Nardozzi, author of the book I just mentioned, Foodscaping, a how-to guide for mixing in food plants along with typical flowers and shrubs in pots, window boxes, along house foundations, hedgerows, and small garden plots. It's absurdly easy and gorgeous. Happy Earth Day. We know we're going to be bombarded with calls in action on our website with gifts like these. You can jump in now at 1-800-584-2788 or go online now to wnpr.org. Barbara Pearson of White Flower Farm. What's new at the nursery? What's going to be hot in gardens this spring and summer? Well, one of the trends is drought-tolerant plants because we did have a really tough summer last year, and we have a product called sedum tiles that are actually is... used for green roof. It's like turf grass. It's unbelievable it's, it's like sod sedum. It's in sheets, and you just put it in the ground. I've never seen anything like this. It's drought-resistant. Drought-resistant, and you can use them for green roofs, but what we do is just put them next to your sidewalk, if you have a rock garden area, and it really is just instant garden. It's ground there's, cover. There's eight varieties of sedum all entwined into this little 10 by 20 inch square. It looks like a mat. It's. It, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> I would use it as a mat. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> I knew you would. 
would like it, Chris. I love it. There's also something that you have that I'm absolutely knocked out by, which looks to me like a cactus. Mm -hmm. But what is it really? It's really in the hens and chicks is the common name, but it's a Semper Vivan gold nugget. Gold nugget. This thing, it looks like the most gorgeous burnt orange and with tinges of green. It's so amazing looking. And that's for sun? It's for full sun and, again, drought tolerant. So your hens and chicks, you're just going to plant in a rock garden or by your sidewalk or anywhere where you want to just look at them because they're so interesting and and easy to take care of. Mm -hmm. Plant it and forget it. That's my yeah. kind of plant. That's hens and chicks. Like. Really this easy. Like. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get to the break to tell you how to have all this sent to your house because it's just amazing. Now, this rose bush, this is an easy care rose, which is what I want. It's got the most beautiful peachy color. I know this is exclusive to you. What does that mean? White Flower Farm has the exclusive to sell it and to grow it, and we've been trialing it for a number of years now. It was actually developed by the folks at Spring Meadow Nursery. They're part of the Proven Winner group. But we at White Flower Farm are producing this plant, growing it in our gardens. And number one, it's fragrant. We all love our knockout roses. Yeah. This takes it to the next level because <laughs> you have the disease resistance, but then you have the old-fashioned fragrance and flower form. Wow. Nice. Because, you know, the knockouts I love. I've had them in my garden for years. I'm crazy about them. I don't do anything. I don't fertilize them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they just come, grow. I'm kind of a cruel rose person. I mean, and I they come do, back every year, no problem. I, nothing. Right. I do mm-hmm. nothing. Love that. So yeah. if I cut them off, then they will bloom again in the latter part of the summer. This is fascinating because the color color is gorgeous in that sort of peachy, pinky way, but also it has those layers the way old-fashioned roses do. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful thing. And then you have the fragrance, so you can cut it, bringing it inside, give it to a loved one, perhaps. Absolutely. (laughs) Score brownie points. points. (laughs) Very nice. All right, what else do you have there? This is actually a calette called Autumn Star, Mm -hmm. so it's a cross between really a Brussels sprout and kale. So it forms little, instead of having Brussels sprouts, they're sort of cabbagey. Oh. Um, so I thought, you know, I would bring that here just to talk about these interesting crosses that they're now doing with vegetables where you have something that is kind of cabbagey, kale Brussels sprouts. They're actually very that. beautiful. Right. They're nice little rosettes, like little baby kale heads, actually. Yeah. And in the fall, they um, some of them will get a deeper color, too, and they get sweeter and more tender with the colder yeah. weather. Wow. We never eat our kale until September. Do they still have the same health benefits? Yeah, I think it's not only the health benefits, but like Charlie says, it's the look of it for your mm-hmm. salad. Yeah, so you're, you're having get into that. You're having something that that is very healthy, but uh-huh. also is beautiful. beautiful. So yeah, Chris that's can important. Chris can serve wow. it and have it be right. just fantastic looking. I'll be looking wow. for that. One. And it's cool in the garden because it, it grows like a Brussels sprout. It grows up and like in a pillar on shape a stalk kind on of a stalk. Yeah. yeah. So wow. you can have them kind of as a backdrop to wow. some flowers and things in front of them. Yeah. And when you harvest it, you're not not really ruining the plant. The look of the plant stays the same because you just pick the little yeah. kale heads along the stem. Wow. The tomato, is it, what is it, chocolate sprinkles? Chocolate sprinkles. What? That just sounds too good to be true. <laughs> the name no. is worth oh getting gosh. it for just the name. No, yeah. I mean, seriously. It actually has little spots on it. So it's sort of a burgundy red, but with green 
little flecks in it. Mm. And, and you said the taste is unbelievable. The taste is unbelievable. Sweet it. and savory, uh-huh. like a Cherokee purple, like mm-hmm. that hearty. Wow. Right. You know, yeah. So nice you get both flavor. of that, and you can't believe how many At come on flower. the plant. You, they just come off like grapes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good patio. Chris, <laughs> or anywhere. I'd Put have it anywhere. right by Windows the door. Or, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So right by this, the stove yeah. so you can cook with it, right? Let me tell you what's going on. We, we have Barbara Pearson who is kind of legendary on our show, from White Flower Farm in Litchfield, Connecticut. So generous to us they are. And in celebration of coming Earth Day, we have, in this break coming up, we're going to tell you about, it's the most incredible package we have ever put together in terms of thank you gifts, thanks to the people who are on the show. Let me turn now. Let's go to Charlie Nardozzi, because he has done a book that I just mentioned, and we're going to be able to send this to you in addition to the White Flower Farm roses that we just mentioned and their coupon, which is $25 off. We'll get to that in a minute. But Charlie, your book is called Foodscaping. I am so excited about this concept because your idea, and this really is a big, big movement now, to mix edibles in with ornamental plants because they are so beautiful. I was at somebody's house, walked in, the entranceway was so gorgeous, and I said, wow, hmm. what is that growing? And he said, lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? It had oh, grown yeah. tall. It was mm-hmm. so gorgeous. So I think that's what you're getting at, that these can be both beautiful and practical for right. us. Right. And we tend in the gardening world to kind of be biased. We lay things a vegetable and so a vegetable belongs in that garden and a flower belongs in this garden and a shrub over there and what foodscaping one of the things I wanted to get across is that there's a lot of inherent beauty in the plants that we call edibles whether they be berry bushes fruit trees yeah. herbs or vegetables yeah and if you look at it with the lens of not that oh that's just a cabbage but that's a beautiful red round plant that's in my garden you can start seeing it more for the artistic oh, the side this is like oh, a yeah. two-for-one Chris I, like I think two for you know one. seriously yeah. It's just absolutely fantastic. And we see that with Allium, right? Where that gorgeous head as a flowering thing, that purple ball of fluff. What is the stem? You know, it's very, very useful to us. What I like about the book, Charlie, is that you begin to talk about all the ways we can grow these things. Right. I'm interested in container gardening and window boxes, you know, because of deer. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I get interested in what things I can move for sun, how to make that easy if I can bring a a plant over to somebody's house if I'm going on vacation. (laughs) Watch this for me. (laughs) Going away for a week. No, I seriously do. (laughs) So I, I like this concept that you can do these flowers and edibles mm-hmm. in, say, a pot or a window box. Right. You can do them in small spaced areas, too. And because of the beauty of them, for example, eggplants are a beautiful plant that you can put in a large container. And then you can have cascading flowers in front of it, like calabracoas or scavolas, that add a little color, maybe play off the color of the eggplant fruits themselves, like a lot of those Italian yeah. and Japanese ones with the stripes yeah. on them, really beautiful-looking fruits. The uh, eggplant flowers, star-shaped blue flowers, gorgeous. But Charlie, what I know noticed about your book, absolutely anything of these edibles goes with anything in the ornamental world. So everything you have brought in, Barbara, would be just gorgeous with your eggplant leaves or your cherry tomatoes with some other Mm -hmm. ornamental flower. 
it all just works together. Right. I mean, just like any flower, you need to know certain vegetables really need sun, and others can kind of get away with a little more shade. So you want to pair the right flowers with the right vegetables. But certainly in most yards, if you can grow the flowers, you can grow some vegetables with them. Yeah, and, and really there's no right or wrong. Yes. I think that's one of the great things about your book. There's no white has to go with pink or mm-hmm. yellow has to go with orange. Really, it's mm-hmm. what do you like? What appeals to you? What do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. And then blend that into your ornamental garden. I yeah. like the idea of breaking the mold of the vegetable garden, too. Right. That big space that you have to call your vegetable garden and uh-huh. is it too much for me to handle this summer right but right. now i'm looking at this book thinking i can actually just do a little plot and put some flowers and mm-hmm. you know maybe a couple eggplant or zucchini in with them and maybe in another part of the yard do another one yeah exactly and that's how the original english cottage garden was you know when they first started that 150 years ago or so they took their inspiration from the villagers who had small little piece of land in front of their house where they had to grow everything they had to grow their medicinal herbs their vegetables their fruits, their flowers, their animals, right. all in this one spot. And so some of the designers in England at the time looked at that and said, oh, I love that concept of everything kind of growing together. But then they kind of got away from using edibles in it. You see why I'm saying we have a dream team assembled? <laughs> we have Barbara Pearson, manager of the legendary White Flower Farm, who's here. And we have Charlie Nardozzi, who's author of the book Foodscaping, How to plant your edibles, your food plants in with your ornamental flowering things. And we have Chris Brasberry here of the Food Schmooze who used tomatoes to make this incredible tart to give us a preview of the season ahead. And the way he did it, we have the recipe at foodschmooze.org. We're going to take a break in just a minute and then we're going to come back to these people and talk more about what's new at White Flower Farm. We're going to talk with Charlie Nardozzi about what you can grow that's edible in with your flowers. And Chris Musberry is going to join me on all of that. Of course, it's the best thing is to talk to these people. But I cannot wait for this break because this package that we have put together as a thank you gift is one of the best in all my years at the station. And I'm so excited about these people that we're on the air with. And so I, I can't wait to tell it's you. It's amazing synergy, right? Between the plants and how to grow it. The food. Right? The Mm -hmm. food and making your yard just absolutely beautiful. Your front yard, that little square, if you have a little square, can be both vegetables and gorgeous flowers together. All of it together. It's so exciting as a concept. I just absolutely love it. And if you have a traditional garden, stick with me because we have all kinds of things that Barbara <laughs> Pearson has brought here from White Flower Farmers, one of my best places to go. Okay, we're going to take a break and then we'll continue our conversation. I am being joined by Robin Doyon Aiken, who's a senior producer of the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. Robin, I know because your husband is the editor of Fine Gardening Magazine that you're as excited about this as I am. Happy Earth Day. I know. (laughs) Talk about it. Talk about it. Here's the toll-free number, right? 1-800-584-2788. You might be asking yourself, well, what's she talking about in terms of this gift package? Here it is. For $10 a month or a single gift of $120, we thank you with White Flower Farms exclusive at last 
Rosebush. This one I've been talking about, which is so gorgeous, easy care, fragrant and hardy, easy to grow, not finicky. The plants are starter size grade with a good top growth. White Flower Farm will ship your plant to you during the month of May. And here is an Earth Day bonus. When you pick their exclusive At Last Rosebush, White Flower will also send you a $25 off coupon to thank you for supporting WNPR. And you can also use it for their digital site in the catalog that comes to you in the mail. An unbelievable package right there. Oh, but I'm not done. Robin, you take the next one. That was $10 a month or a single gift of $120. Robin? That's right. Or maybe you would like a gift that you can flip through. In that case, for $8 a month or a single gift of $96, you can pick Charlie Nardozzi's Foodscaping Book and get your foodscape on. Um, (laughs) I decided that Earth Day is my favorite holiday because it is like Christmas for gardeners. And in this case, you are getting a bonus gift. You are giving us a gift. Thank you very much, by the way. And then we are giving you a gift. Pick one of these two gifts and have a beautiful rose bush sent to you, or we'll send you a practical guide about how to eat your yard. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh. So that's $8 a month or a single gift of $96. And here's a toll-free number if you say, I'm into this. One eight, Don't we all want this? It's almost here, Absolutely. people. Mm-hmm. 1-800-TOLL-FREE. 584-2788. Or you can pledge online, right? That's right. People can also go to foochmoose.org and look for the little red donate button on the right-hand side of our homepage. Yeah, and there you go. So excited about this. You can hear that we've got the White Flower Farm exclusive at last rose bush that they've been testing for several years. So then we have the Foodscaping book by Charlie Nardozzi. And also, too, I wanted to mention that... That if you pick Charlie's book today for our Earth Day celebration, you are still getting that $25 coupon from go White for Flower it. Farm. Tell them, tell there them about go. that. White Flower Farm is thanking you for us. When you order Charlie's book, White Flower Farm will send you a $25 coupon to use at White Flower Farm or on whiteflowerfarm.com. That's what we're thanking you with. White Flower Farm's exclusive at last rosebush. Gorgeous peach colored flower, fragrant, hardy, the biggest thing for me easy to grow. And then as an Earth Day bonus, when you get this rose, they will also send you a $25 off coupon. Think of the money you're going to be saving at the grocery store when you start growing some of the things that you are buying right now. Yeah. So if you pick the book, our generous friends at White Flower Farm will send you still, they're still going to send you a $25 off coupon. Jump in now at one 800 584-2788. And coming up, we asked Chris for a tomato tart that's going to make you want these chocolate sprinkle tomatoes <laughs> to make this tart. We're going to tell you all about that coming up. Right now, it's one 800 2788 And Robin and I say thanks. Take me outside. Sit in the green garden, nobody out there, but it's soaking now. Bait in the sunlight, don't mind if rain falls. Take me outside, sit in the green garden. Oh. 
This is a special edition of the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, and as you can hear, very excited about this group of people, one of these dream teams. Chris Prosperi is with me, as always, on the Food Schmooze. We have Barbara Pearson of Whiteflower Farm, Charlie Nardozzi, who's author of Foodscaping, and also our kind of garden columnist for WNPR. Barbara, you have brought in something that is the most gorgeous, what I would call a ground cover with these. It looks like holly berries. Yeah. They almost look like candy, don't yeah, they? Right. <laughs> I, know. I think I want to eat them. Remember, they're not. They're only decorative. Remember red hots? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks yeah, like they red, do. A they plant look like that red grows hot. red hots. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? The common name is wintergreen. The Latin name is Gaultheria procumbens. We'll just we say wintergreen. Winter <laughs> yeah. It's just a very pretty, Beautiful. creeping, bright red, mm-hmm. like like yeah. you would see on the holly bush where you think, yeah. oh, I always yeah. think, oh, I want one of those in my yard. Yeah. Yeah. The berries come out when? The berries come out later in the season, so you're going to have flowers in spring, okay. and then you're going to have berries later on. The green and red you know, so towards the, fall yeah. and winter. But and the greens, the greenery stays all the time. It, they're totally evergreen. That's so yeah. that cool. is unbelievable. Winter yeah. green, and this is a great thing to feed the birds. So yeah. we're all interested in right now. Pollinator plants are big, mm-hmm. and um, I, I do love that birds. My walkway. Right. Yeah, yeah, especially if you have a little shade. They, yeah. they do really do, well do, from the afternoon right? shade. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. do like yeah. a little shade. Absolutely. Wow, people, this is just something the color, to see. Right? It's the color. Yeah, check this out. Really, seriously, it's just gorgeous. Charlie, I can actually see combining that with an edible plant, as is your theory in or your design in foodscaping. Mm-hmm. So what would you put these little red berries with? I could see that with, uh, there's these uh, chili peppers or hot peppers that have oh jet black foliage. <gasps> called black pearl is one of the varieties so there's really dark color which would contrast really nicely with those red berries and then you get the red fruits that would kind of complement the color too and of course the chili peppers would would be doing a lot of that color especially with the red fruits later in the season when the berries and they'd be a little taller too yes and they'd be a little taller so this would be growing kind of around them and underneath them here's something that i like which you said charlie that's a terrific idea now as a backdrop i would like to put in your garlic chives that are with Mm, like behind Behind the, yeah, these red tall. berries. We're yeah. here's, you see what we're doing in this foodscaping theory and with these incredible things from White Flower Farm. We're mixing it all together. So can you imagine these springy garlic chives shooting up behind these low-growing, brilliant red berries with those dark green leaves? Would that be gorgeous? Absolutely perfect. And with the capsicum black pearl, then you're going to have your pepper plant actually shade that needs a little bit of shade right. in the hot summer. So you're, then you're going to have your pepper plant that's actually going to serve a purpose I on top this. of being warm. Now give, me, now so give me a cherry tomato on the side well, of it, uh, and uh, now uh, I'm going to call this sun my... Sun gold. Yeah, sun gold, and I'm going to call <laughs> this my salsa walk. Oh, ah, there you go. <laughs> salsa walk. But you like know that. what? Let's put some cilantro yeah. in here. Yeah. 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 Let's some cilantro. And let it go to flower. Then you have the white flowers of the cilantro. I mean, could we have an... We could have like a whole... Look at my Mexican garden. Yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. Theme, a thematic garden. Guacamole. <laughs> yeah. Walkway. Guacamole. Right. I love that. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I love garlic chives. I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, garlic chives are absolutely great. This is a new one called Geisha. It just is a nice, thin garlic chive. Intense fragrance. Intense flavor. The flavor. Mm-hmm. Very easy to grow, but not giant in the garden. Right. Like some of the chives, and obviously they will self-sow, and they can proliferate in your garden. 
Yeah. But this one's not a monster. Yeah. I think yeah. it, I think that is a good thing when yeah. it kind of takes over. I tell over. people too that if you like garlic in your salad, like salad dressings or salads, mm. and but you don't like that really sharp punch it can give you sometimes, mm-hmm. that if you use this instead mm. and right. just toss it in, snip them about a half inch to three quarters of an inch long, mm. and just toss them in with the greens, and you get that garlic flavor without mm. actually having that strong punch of mm. the right. right of the raw garlic. Barbara, at White Flower Farm, do you folks sell fennel? plants yes we do but just the bronze one we don't sell the green okay we sell the bronze because it's ornamental yeah right Right. so so (laughs) it's all about the looks it's all about the looks (laughs) so charlie um i love this idea where you mixed fennel Uh in with the flowers yes there's a a beautiful kind of modernist look plus it's useful i just love that it's a beautiful plant no the globe fennel is the one i was talking about in my book and what's nice about it has that great ferny kind of top to it you pair it with things like the lechonata kales or some of the other kind of plants it's just a beautiful ornamental look Mm, and it's like airy dill yeah very airy kind of dill and what's great about the fennel i always grow extras because i let it i don't harvest all of them to eat even though i love to eat them they're really delicious and big italian things especially in the spring but I let some of them go to flower, and they will flower with these beautiful umbels of yellow flowers. And since it's Earth Day, one of the nice things about that is it attracts a lot of beneficial insects to your garden. So you yeah. get the beauty of the flower. You still have that nice ferniness, and you get all this beneficial insect benefits Beautiful. for your other plants. Charlie Nardozzi, his book is Foodscaping, and this is a kind of practical, innovative ways to create an edible landscape and amongst your ornamental um, flowers. And at White Flower, they're doing both ornamentals and edibles, of course. Um, Chili peppers, hot peppers, Mm. I think they're gorgeous when they grow. Mm -hmm. And Charlie, I know you like this as a foodscaping element, but so you do peppers. Yes, we have many varieties of peppers and everybody has their own personal favorite for taste, but they are extremely ornamental. Oh, they're beautiful. They really are. And they change color. So you can have more than one color on the same plant. I love that. Yes, the purple and the red that grow together. Mm -hmm. And then they have this sort of, I call it the hot rod effect. (laughs) It starts starts intense, and then it kind of fades out in the the end. Mm -hmm. I like it in pots, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. If you've got herbs growing, you know, for some of you, you might not be avid gardeners. The most you can handle because of your, your life and the way it works is to do a few herbs. Well, you can have some window boxes with those herbs growing or, or a pot on the patio. Mm-hmm. The herbs are on your fire escape growing right there together. You can snip off some flowers to put in a little vase and then use whatever's growing next to it. Cilantro, parsley. Exactly. Yeah. Even if yeah. you're in the city, you can mm-hmm. have your edibles and containers, but mix them with your favorite flowers. Yeah. Exactly. And you can grow things on walls. I talk about vertical gardening in that yeah. book as well. Yeah. R- off of railings, um, hanging baskets you can create just even a little balcony that's up three four or five stories up in the air you can create a little edible paradise yeah right i like there. that yeah. idea i have a second story deck oh. and i like that idea and i've always thought about putting boxes up there because yeah. it gets great sun oh it's perfect yeah mm-hmm. i can water it easily and right? they have these self-watering yeah. even window yeah. boxes yeah. and railing planters oh, see, now that have easier. a reservoir so you can go away yeah. this weekend to the I beach like barbara tell yeah. me about it yes we need that we yes. really do yeah. are you i mean you have to be able to go walk to the beach away you mean yes <laughs> I want to go away for the weekend in summer and yes. not be and not be paranoid. It's going to die. So, right. so we're, by the way, we have a break coming up.
up. And, you know, we've got another whole segment to talk about all this stuff. I'm so excited because the season is coming, and I want to do some of these things, and I feel like I've got it down now because I drive out to Whiteflower Farm, and I guess Barbara knows, and I get my stuff. Now I've got Charlie's book, Foodscaping, all of which is available to you when we take our break. Right, Chris? Wait, yeah, and I have a good question that sort of ties that all together. Just say I did my pledge this week, and I ended up with one of these roses. Now I'm going to go to White Flower Farm because I got my $25 off coupon. So I guess my question is what edibles lawn. would go with the, with the roses? Well, in my book, I talk about that whole idea of succession planting and planting um, cool season things next to warm season things or things that will get big eventually, like a tomato, for example. So with this rose, I'm assuming it's going to get a lot bigger than that little pot that it's in right <laughs> yeah. now. You could put some nice lettuces, some of these colorful lettuces that are out there. Uh, the trout back, I think, is one that has speckles mm, on it. Trout back. Flashy yeah. trout back, some of the red ones like red sails, a number of different colorful lettuces around your rose. And as your rose is growing through the summer, you're harvesting the lettuces. So you don't really notice yeah. the space that opens up because that plant kind of fills in. That's awesome. It is yeah. awesome. Like Barbara. And it really is, works. What yes. It does. What is that? Is that lavender? What is, this is that? That's lavender Goodwin Creek. We've been <gasps> transported to Provence. It yeah. is the yeah. most, it's like beautiful. Mother's thing. Day. There you yep. go, right yeah. there. Mother's and Day. That's it. So here's what I'm saying the reason I asked about that is I want Thai basil. Oh, I yeah. love Thai basil. Growing with, with that, that plant. With lavender. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would be beautiful. That would be nice. Together. And maybe oh, so some green. regular yes. green basil. Because ah. the Thai basil is kind of purpley. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. that dark veins the, running through yes, it. Yes, and right. then all the regular green basil with it all mixed in together. Mission right, accomplished. Are we good? My mission has been accomplished. You're <laughs> already foodscaping <laughs> right here. Yeah. I've done my work. You I can have, leave. You <laughs> have done it. You have, this is awesome see, content. I see the advantage of this. And it's getting rid of that angst I get when I look at the garden because it's still just a little early and I look at Mm -hmm. it and it's like, uh, now I think I can marshal a plan here. Their rose called At Last, and it's exclusive because they've been working on this for quite some time to make it even beyond knockout roses, which I have and love because I do nothing to them and they just grow. (laughs) This is the same quality in terms of care, and yet it has that fluffy, old-fashioned rose look to it. So imagine a big pot with that at-last rose with that lavender. What a knockout that would be. Really, and we like it because the bees are crazy for the flowers. Mm -hmm. So again... You know, feeding the pollinators. So you've yeah. got your lavender at the feet of the rose. Oh, and then you have goodness. your rose in the Spirit, back. Right. And oh. then you can take your fennel and plant it behind the rose. There you go. And then have your Thai Ooh. basil. Option B. Mix, mix in some salvias, those tricolored sure. salvias, yeah. any of the Mediterranean kind yeah. of plants. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're all very and we, compatible. We pretend, then we pretend we're living in Provence. That's, That's it. That's what we, we do. Start our so I need classes. two roses, one for each side of the door. <laughs> yes. And then I can do one with, with the lettuces ah. and one, right, more Provence-like. I see a shopping day in your future. Yeah. Well, one, well, I'm close to White Flower, so I can do that's that. That's it. One with everything. <laughs> or you can just go online yeah, to their yeah, site. It's that's like, it. Okay. And Charlie's book will open up this world to you about how to yeah. do these mixing of decorative flowers, ornamental flowers, we say, with all these food plants. Honestly, fantastic. Yes, we are going to get to Chris's recipe in just a minute about how to make a tomato tart. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come right back to this programming to get you in the mood for the depth of summer, beauty, 
edibles, ornamentals. How lucky are we that we live in a world where this all springs up and it's all an Earth Day spectacular. We need Earth Day right now more than anything. (laughs) Here is the toll-free number if you would like to make a contribution. We'll tell you how that works. It's 1-800-584-2788. I've never seen a package like this come together on the show. Robin Doyen Aiken, why don't you start us off? $10 a month or a single gift of $120, and we will send you White Flower Farms exclusive. In case you are one of those people who has fear of missing out, this is an exclusive rose bush that you can show off to your friends and enjoy all summer long. It's beautiful fragrance. Mm -hmm. Plus, when you order the rose bush, you will also get a $25 coupon from White Flower Farm because they are just extra generous on Earth Day. Yeah, and huge supporters of WNPR, and we appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. And that, but the plant comes in, I think it's May, it right? It comes they in May. Ship it That's to right. you. Okay, and then here's the other one. So that was $10 a month. Now, if you're in for $8 a month or a single gift of $96, Foodscaping, Charlie Nardozzi's book, he's here with us on the show. And when you pick this book, here we go again, for your pledge gift. White Flower Farm, once again, will still send you the $25 off coupon to spend either at the farm in Litchfield County with a nursery, which is gorgeous, or whiteflowerfarm.com because they're online and many people, as I do, get the catalog in the mail. So you can see what a package this is that we're so excited about. It's for, of course, for public radio programs to keep us on the air, to keep us commercial free, uh, to keep us alive and thriving, (laughs) just as these beautiful plants all over the room are thriving. That's right. And our audience, they love to know where their food comes from, and they love to know where their news comes from. So when you support us at WNPR, we will bring you news that is well-researched, organic, homegrown, local (laughs) Connecticut news. Also an exclusive that you can only get here. (laughs) She's just the most awesome person. There are no additives, nothing (laughs) fake or false. It is just real deal news. Nothing to poison you. Mm -hmm. From professional (laughs) reporters who live in our state and our region. Yeah, really seriously. You can see on WNPR that a lot of work and uh, investment has gone into Local talk shows, you know, Colin McEnroe, you've got uh, Lucy Nalpathanchel in the morning. They're both fantastic. And then we have all the national programs, Morning Edition, Weekend Edition, All Things Considered, and on and on. Wait, wait, my favorite show. <laughs> you know, I love it, and too. And then there's the Pooch Moose, well, which that's is on thing. Saturdays, too. It's, we're, we're very honored to be next to them. So if you would like to support all of that, we're giving you an opportunity to do that. But also, we're giving you a chance to take advantage of, I think, the best gift package we've ever had on the show. Toll-free 1-800-584-2788. If you bring your charge card to the phone, it just makes it quicker, easier. Or you can go to foodschmooze.org, and you're going to go to our Faith Middleton Food Schmooze exclusive pledge page, where you'll see all of our gifts. Yep. Thanks to all of you who have called. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I understand why this is so. I'd be calling. 1-800-584-2788 or online at wnpr.org. Pledge button, right-hand corner. And thanks.
is the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze Special Edition, getting you ready and excited about going outdoors. We've got a room filled with flowers and vegetable plants. It's spectacular because White Flower Farm is here. Barbara Pearson, the manager, is right here. As you can hear, they're very generous And Charlie Nardozzi, the same. He is our online garden columnist for WNPR and has done this book that I'm just knocked out by. It's called Foodscaping, and it's about how to use edibles, in other words, food plants, mixed in with your ornamental plants all in one place. So you don't have to have these separate cutting gardens in this garden. And Now, everybody might be terrified and say, you know, but don't, don't I have to get a rototiller and I have to get special <laughs> fertilizer and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets so complicated and people just overthink it. And I think Charlie's idea of adding the edibles into your existing garden is great because actually as you plant more closely, you're competing with weeds, filling those holes in your garden with something that you can eat. So I love the idea. And the vegetables don't mind being crowded in with the flowers and vice versa. Well, just like with flowers, you, of course, have to understand how big your vegetables might get. So if you have a zucchini, well, you know how big a zucchini can get. So you don't want to put that next to a delicate little flower that might get overrun by it. So you're using the same principles that you would when you're doing flower gardening. But in general, if you get enough sun and you have nice soil and your flowers are growing well, there's no reason the vegetable right next to it won't grow well. Barbara, what is the basic thing we should do to have nice soil, as Charlie calls it? Everybody has different soil depending on where they live. If you want to go the easy route to a really great soil is to add compost, which you can buy bagged. And then I always put in some high quality potting mix. I just dump it on top because that way you're getting compost and potting mix kind of scratched into your soil. This is Barbara's easy way of doing it. I love that. Because the digging is not going too well for me these days. I know. And if you have a clay soil, that's especially a really important thing. I know a lot of people deal with that all the time. Potting mix. Potting mix and compost. And compost. Those two things are the key to a really good garden. And does that include planting in a pot or a window box? Should you put those two things in? Yeah, two-thirds potting mix to a third compost. That's what wow. we, That's mm-hmm. what I recommend for yep. raised beds, containers, you know, hanging baskets. Wow. You've got to have that compost in there. Yeah. Okay. Really important. There you go. Uh, that's, that's it, Chris. Well, Chris is busy were, writing. Yeah, I, I thought there was so much more. I like, have, I can remember when I, I have, was a kid, the farm trucks coming one by one mm-hmm. filled with manure. Right. And then as kids, we used to have to take it in the wheelbarrow and move it over to Listen, my mom's vegetable yeah. garden. I and have, then you had to, like, till it till by it hand and dig it in. Dig it in and, <laughs> yeah, there all was all, and the smell and the work <laughs> and the sweat. Listen, <laughs> all I, I need is a bag of compost and some potting soil. Yeah. <laughs> That's I about have it. pictures of myself. My hair all tied back in a bandana, like filthy with my friends. We all worked at a newspaper together. And we said, let's have a garden. We rented a rototiller. Yeah. You should see the pictures. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. looked like we're starting, yeah. uh-huh. I don't know what, moose wood. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like the- 40-acre farm. <laughs> right, right. Just want a what couple of plants. Hell, we were thinking. But anyway, so Barbara, you have three, they look like these ornamental cactuses, low, like like a f- spiky flower. They are so gorgeous that you know how if you go into uh, flower stores now, you will see 
these, you know, arrangements of these succulents. succulents. Yes. That's what this looks like, except this can go in a window box or in your yard. If I lived in New York and had these gorgeous window boxes, I would do nothing but these. Yeah, the the great thing with these is you can put them in. These are actually Sempervivin. So there's three different colors here. You've got your cobweb, the purple passion, and then the gold nugget. So those so three burnt, colors together. burnt orange. Yeah. That's the one we talked about earlier. And the, the one, but yes. I like this one too. And that's like yeah. a purpley Thai basil yeah. look. And then the one in the middle. Yeah. Cobweb. It has little white, like furry stuff that looks Just like cobweb. In gorgeous. The middle. Hair. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. And you can plant these. Like say you have a permanent planter outside. You can actually plant those in even like a cement planter or any kind of outdoor planter, and you can leave them year-round because they're cold-hardy. So they can mm-hmm. survive the winters. They can survive the See, winters. That's, wow. that's, that's, wow. that's what have. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to plant every year. No. <laughs> Charlie Nardozzi, in terms of your foodscaping concept, mm-hmm. if you've got something low-growing, drought-tolerant like that, right. what yeah. food – plant would you put with that that wouldn't overtake it mm-hmm. but would be really quite lovely yeah, it wouldn't next grow to it. over it you then right it, it wouldn't overwhelm it you yeah. know there's one plant i really like is a, a low growing ground cover and it's an alpine strawberry so you know regular <gasps> oh, strawberries send runners yeah. all over yeah, the place yeah. Alpine strawberries tend to stay in nice little bunches. Yeah. They have little fruits that are bigger than a wild strawberry, nice. but smaller than a big Beautiful strawberry. Beautiful white flowers that right before. Beautiful the, white yeah. flowers, and yeah. they produce their fruit all season long. And you can get white, yellow, or red varieties of these. So you can oh, get. Oh, I'm sold. And the the white and the yellow ones, the birds I'm don't getting, notice them, I'm so you, nice. you don't get have to compete the with the birds. The white and the yellow, they don't. The birds don't see them. Oh. They don't really know that they're fruits. So oh my goodness. you'll get some nice fruit, and that would work really well with those hens and chicks because it doesn't overwhelm them. Oh, all right, I'm. Switching right over to Barbara Pearson because you sell... Phrase de Bois, mm-hmm. the little alpine strawberries, what a perfect idea. They're runnerless, so they don't have these aggressive runners, or they might they put out over. a few runners. Yeah, are, they hard, are they hard to grow? Do you have to no. have any special no. knowledge? No. Or? And they come back too, right? No, oh, yeah. They are hardy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they're hardy. They yeah. come back every year. And so they you, spread slowly, yeah. but not like yeah, a regular strawberry. Yeah, they're not like super What do you mean they come back? They're perennials? They're yeah, they're perennials. Yes. And so were these. So were those. I'm see- I know a patch in my yard that this would work perfectly. And with the white flowers before right. and then the strawberries wow. are going to pop with the colors mm-hmm. of these. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. do some more. I can do this. Do you, do you have any more kinds of – I know. I feel like I can do it. It's going to look fabulous. That's the other thing. Yeah. Do you have any other berries? Because you do in foodscaping, you've got a lot of um, – Yeah, berry fruits bushes. and berries. How to mix berries in. I'm afraid to grow berries. Frankly. Yeah, a lot of people are. Yeah. They're, they can be intimidating. Exactly. I tell people, don't try to like do a whole berry patch, a berry salon, but just substitute a couple. Maybe you have a, a burning bush that you pulled out because you were supposed to because they are invasive, and you have a hole along your landscape. Maybe you put a blueberry in there or a couple oh. little blueberries in there. And if you can get the soil a little more acidic on the acid side, which a lot of our native soils tend to go that way mm-hmm. anyway, um, okay. they'll do fine, and they'll grow really well. And the only thing you have to worry about is getting the berries before the birds get them. And you know what? You <laughs> exactly. know what I would like to do? I'd like to have a window box with hydrangeas in it and the berries. Oh. The blueberries. Would that be beautiful? Yeah, and oh there are some goodness. small blueberries, one called Top Hat. that only gets about a foot or two yeah. tall, goes right in a container. Yeah. yeah, I like the blueberry idea because they have that beautiful fall color. Yes. They're, yeah. they're actually ornamental, 
even if the birds eat all the blueberries, you still get this gorgeous <laughs> right. Fall and they're yummy. <laughs> and they're yummy. Exactly. But the birds get them. No, we throw my can... my mom has uh, two huge ones, and we throw cheesecloth over it. Yeah, absolutely. These are my window boxes with the big <laughs> draping cheese. You know, only during it's only during berry season. So only during for only for a couple only weeks. For a couple weeks. That's Listen, it. it's worth it because man, you could stand in front of one of those bushes and, and just, just eat sit oh, there and eat really? lunch. There you go. Oh, oh my god, so that sounds so exciting. Yeah. Oh, the best time. Okay, let me, I have things to tell you. Let me just tell you, because we're going to tell you how to have all this in your house. Seriously, I've never seen a gift package like this on the show before. First of all, I want to say that at White Flower Farm, which is in Litchfield, and it is, you want to have an adventure. It is a really, it's a great thing to do. They are having the Great Tomato Celebration. This is May 19th, that weekend, the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 130 varieties of tomatoes crazy. for sale. And I'm sure there's some tasting going on secretly. It's well, like... <laughs> we actually are going to have Ciesco uh, catering there, and nice. she does oh. food from the Goshen area, so mm-hmm. all locally sourced. There's peppers, there's yeah. herbs. Chris, we, right. we have to have a Bloody Mary cart. Yeah. We have to take it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Coach Smooth Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary cart. We'll be okay. sitting there on Sunday. Okay. That's all right. It. Now, but that's not that's not all I'm talking about. I got one more thing to tell you because, you know, that was very nice for Barbara Pearson and White Flower Farm. But Charlie Nardosi, who's done this fabulous book, Foodscaping, he is doing this. We have a partnership with the Warner Theater in Torrington. And Charlie is going to appear in person. Um, no avatar or anything. He's actually going to be there Saturday, May 6th at 11 a.m. He'll be talking about his foodscaping book and answering your garden questions. And believe me, people have a million. Oh, they will have garden so questions. So for uh, tickets, you can contact the Warner Theater box office or go to our site, wnpr.org. Oh, but I'm not done because Chris Prosperi is here. And I said to him, in honor of all this gardening stuff and these chocolate sprinkle. <laughs> our new tomato. Tomatoes at White Flower Farm. Yeah, that's our new tomato this year. Is Barbara's knockout thing. And, you know, Chris, I asked you if you would make a tomato tart. Yeah. And I said, can we do something different as a crust? And you said, yes, I'm going to use that ancient wheat Einkorn, which is tolerated not by celiacs, mm-hmm. but by gluten-sensitive people for the most part. And you did it, and you used their recipe, and we've put this yeah, on our and site. And it makes a great pie dough. Oh, my God. It's it delicious. Really does. With butter in it, foodschmooze.org, yeah. you'll find this tomato tart recipe, and it is knockout. Easy right? to make. Fantastic, but it has cheese it has and cheese butter and fresh and... tomatoes. Oh and, my god! Like I said, and mm. einkorn, you can find it. Well, Jovio's the here Jovio in Connecticut, company and you can find einkorn in some of the specialty yeah. stores, or you can just get it online. And it's they, a great they, flour for pie dough. They preserved this ancient grain in Italy. It was just a little patch, and they worked for seven years to bring that back. And they have, mm. and that's how that we have this organic einkorn flour and it's just amazing and tolerated by a lot of gluten sensitive people so anyway that is on our site foodschmooze.org so you'll see it there i'm just my my i'm so excited about this whole earth day spectacular that we have going and i would say that in this final minute we have you're all doing the kind of work that matters i adore you as people and for your talent and the kind of 
operations that you have going. Really, it's an honor to be with all of you. Um, Barbara, we're going to see you. Faith, thank you so much for having me today. We're going to be there. We're going to see everything. We're going to bring the uh, Bloody Mary cart. Oh, please do. I love that idea. Come on, Chris. And it's going to be decorative because Charlie is going to do some window boxes for the cart. Oh, sure. That are going to be both tomato plants Uh and uh, ornamental plants. Pepper plants. Yeah, we'll need some celery. Right. Yeah. Celery growing. Why can't we have fennel? Bloody Mary. That would be delicious. Bloody Mary. (laughs) This is good. We've always wanted a food truck, but instead we're just going to... Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary car. Much easier. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you to Charlie Nardozzi, White Flower Farm, Barbara Pearson. Thank you, It's great to be here. thank you. Our pleasure. And Chris Prestbury, as always, Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut. Okay. Here's what we're doing. We will send you this exclusive at White Flower Farm, which is the At Last Rose Plant, which is total easy care. It is gorgeous, peach-colored, just like the knockouts, only more beautiful. Amazing, amazing. We will send that to you for a contribution of $10 a month or a single gift of $120. It will be shipped to you in May, and then... As an Earth Day bonus, when you pick that rose plant at last that I just mentioned, White Flower Farm will also give you a $25 off coupon that you can use. They're supporting WNPR. We thank them so much and this show. And you can use it for the catalog or at their digital site or at the nursery itself. And Robin, what have we got at a different level? For a pledge of $8 a month or a single gift of $96, you can pick Charlie's Foodscaping book and learn how to make an edible landscape in your yard. So if this show, if this hour has made you either hungry or itching to get outside and get your hands dirty, this is the book that you need to um, start that foodscape. Yeah, or get in the car. You know, head to, head to White Flower, either one or both, to my way of thinking. So at $8 a month or a single gift of $96, the book and the uh, coupon, $25 off at mm-hmm. White Flower Farm. Here's the, the uh, toll-free number, one 800 584 2788. And uh, if you'd rather do it online, you certainly can do that because if you go to foodschmooze.org or wnpr.org, you'll see the pledge button. Just click on that and you'll see everything that we're talking about and more, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Some people want to do it that way, some people want a human being. So it's up to you. <laughs> we have no judgments about that. Um, okay, it's just a pleasure to be with you in our, our grand celebration of Earth Day with these very talented people. We know that one of the things that we all seem to share in common is this Earth Day celebration, which is to say that this planet is fragile and beautiful and wild Mm-hmm. And um, it's up to us to to keep it that way. And this is our part to do that. So thank you uh, for celebrating public radio. We care very much about our environmental reporting. And it's all of a piece. It's a beautiful, beautiful quilt that we all have together and a great community that we've made. So toll free 1-800-584-2788. Or go to foodschmooze.org and look for the red donate button at the top right hand corner. And please make a pledge for us today. And thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast on your schedule. And when you need a little party in your life, we're here. 
and online all the time at foodschmooze.org. And, of course, also on Facebook at Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. See you there.